We're speaking to Faye this morning. Uh, she is uh, from Ikokana Sports. Thank you so much, Faye, for speaking to us. Yeah, my pleasure. Now, tell us about what inspired you to want to start Ikokana Sport. It's a bicycle and e-scooter rental business. Yes, you're right. Uh, our main business would be like doing bicycle and e-scooter rental. And how we start this business is like starting from like 2012. We have an opportunity to like open an, a bicycle rental counter at uh, Forest Research Frame at Kapong. So after five years, I contract with uh, Frame. Uh, they have like take over the counter to do it themselves and we come out to cater the market uh, across the nationwide. So what we do is like when people want to ride anytime, anywhere, we can deliver the bikes to the place they want and to the time they want as well. Oh, oh you deliver the bikes. Oh, wow. Yeah. So if let's say you want to like cycle at Putrajaya tomorrow, then we can deliver the bike to Putrajaya, to the place and the time you want. But are you one of the founder of this uh, this business? Uh, yes, we have few partners, so I'm one of it. And now I'm doing like full-time on this uh, business. Okay, but yeah. have you always liked cycling? Yeah, we do cycling. Uh, last time I do like uh, park ride and uh, road, road bicycle, road riding. And now we do like off-road riding as well. You, you so personally. Uh, me and one of my partner is doing like off-road riding now. Okay. What got you interested though um, in cycling for sport? Mm, most uh, because like, I like those like outdoor adventure and also like um, like those hiking, trekking, this kind of uh, activity. So cycling is part of it and you don't need to like... Um, I, I, I love environment so I don't like those industry will cause uh, some unnecessary issue to the environment. So right. it's one of the way, yeah. Okay. But but was it because of your love for cycling that you and your other partners decided to open this business? Uh, in 2012, right, it's like few of us is like really like outdoor activities. So we start this business. Okay. So that time we do it at a part-time basis. Mm. Now I'm doing it at a full-time basis. So we want to make it happen so people will like uh, cycling more and they can cycling like without any hassle mm. to own a bicycle or need to like carry a bicycle everywhere is uh so it, it'd be a convenient for them to do cycling what were you guys doing before you started this business what were, what was your thing uh i'm doing as a marketing uh, admin so most of the time i will stay in front of the monitor and you don't need to move too much just uh, under the shade so it's uh, for me it's a bit boring <laughs> so i like to like go outdoor to explore something like different from inside under the shade you know mm-hmm. so, like, yeah i like sun so <laughs> i'm quite dark now <laughs> no you actually still look very fair <laughs> but so from a desk job now you're in your dream job would you say that yeah, uh, a job or a career or something I like. So I, it's something I prefer, the lifestyle. Okay. Yeah, but, that's um, how I involve. But the thing is, I think bicycles are not really a common mode of transportation here in Malaysia. It's more for sport, right? 
So what made you take the risk of opening a bicycle rental service here in Malaysia? Mm, I, as I said, I like explore like outdoor. So I cycling is uh, bicycle is one of the mode to like uh, to explore outdoor activities. So some people would choose like swimming, trekking, camping. By using bicycle, we can also uh, do together with camping stuff as well. Mm. So it's something different like uh, people used to like track by using their legs. So now we try to use on wheels. Then you can travel more. Uh, sometimes you need to like travel longer distance. It will be preferable to use bicycle instead of like using your legs. Mm. That's how we think of it. And Was there a market that you guys did some research and said, wow, you know, I think everybody in Malaysia starts to want to ride bicycles already. Was it, Did you guys do some market research? Uh, honestly, this market is really new. Before MCO, right? Actually, not much people riding. Mm. So it's a big challenge for us to keep us survive at, at this industry. Yeah. That's why I say it's a big risk because yeah. unlike China or or Amsterdam, uh, Amsterdam people cycle there to work to to back home. It's part you of know. life. Yeah, it's part of life, and it's not part of life here in Malaysia yet. Yeah, you're right. They view it bicycle as a mode of transport, but Malaysia not yet. Mm. And we are looking at it is that people is uh, going for like green living, uh, outdoor, nature living, and also those property. They are like starting like looking at this area. They built. They're not only building houses. They built parks, uh, bicycle lanes. That's how we build this market is going to grow. So we keep it like uh, is an opportunity to grow our business as well. Mm. And it may uh, compared to cars is like is like zero carbon thing. Is a uh, something we want to like do something good for our life as well to our next generation yeah yeah but i'm sure there were many challenges when uh that you faced in the beginning of this business can you tell us a little bit about that uh yes uh, not much people ran our bikes honestly so most people last time ran our bikes would be like um foreigners like those tourists so they come here for like one day they ride road bikes or some mountain bikes the, just for like half or one day trip so it's uh, not much market like coming to support us uh, that's uh, how we feel the challenge like the sales is not much then we started to look into like different services like last time we have Obike here the bike sharing system we involve ourselves in that as well but it doesn't really work in Malaysian uh, environment oh you're part of that so, like, that as well uh, not oh, but we we develop another system. Right. It's a quite similar. It's a bike sharing system. Right. And we try to uh, move in ourselves to like university, some property area to offer this bike sharing system. But it doesn't really work, and the market doesn't give a good response on that. So we develop it and we stop in halfway. And now it's like we we go back. Let's stick back to our main core business that is like bicycle rental mm. and after MCO it turns slightly better like people more people comes into cycling activity okay that's how it works now yeah how about during MCO nothing was happening 
we engage ourselves like, in repairing and uh, modify our bikes to do it uh, at a better way. So we keep ourselves engaged inside the our workshop to repair our bikes. So during that day, we like repair and uh, up, slightly upgrade our bikes to make it better. But, but that was three months of no business, yeah. right? I'm sure you, you guys yeah. suffered a big loss as well. Yeah, there's no... Uh, it's almost a zero income to our business. Mm. It's really... Mm, nothing happened. <laughs> so we sit in, under the shade to engage with our bikes thing. Okay. But have yeah. you tried to do anything now that we are in RMCO to recover the losses from MCO? We increase, actually we increase our bike uh, models to cater different type of needs now because more people are uh, involved into cycling. Mm. So one of, like some of them we prefer to do park riding, some of them we do road biking, some of them we do off-road biking. So we increase our different type of bikes and at the same time, we upgrade our knowledge and our skills as well. Mm. So to cater different kind of uh, customer needs to make our business better way. Oh, but you have to upgrade the bikes. You have to buy new bikes for to cater to all these different categories. Isn't that more money spent? Uh, we we buy secondhand uh, good quality bikes. So okay. we try to uh, lower down our uh, cost. But at the same time, we increase our revenue uh, from the rental business. Okay. Yeah, that's Did how it works. At okay. Did you have to retrench any staff or cut salaries during the MCO? Uh, basically, no, because now I'm only the full-timer now. You're so the one and I, only full-timer in the business right now? Yes, okay. so for manpower commitment, it's like just only myself. Um, the other one would be like a partner, but it doesn't like really take much. Uh, they help, it, they help like, there's no revenue from for them. I mean, like no salary or incentive mm. for them to like involve in this business. So most of us, I uh, try to contribute something to this business to make it works at the moment, even though it's not really uh, earning. Mm. So wait, the whole company that's actually working, it's you. So you're it's one leg kick for for you. Uh, or can say so. <laughs> uh, we have like <laughs> we have people like are really strong at technical, very strong at like account or. They work as well. They contribute, but in part-time basis. Okay. So when we need them, they will turn up and help the business up. Let's talk about the rental business again. Besides delivery, do you offer like tours as well? Like, do you have a guide to bring these people, let's say, for a mountain biking trail or a road biking trail? Is that a service that you provide as well? Yeah, we have that service. Actually, we are preparing ourselves to be uh, capable to bring people like more days like, inside off-road at the moment. So we are at the preparation, uh, preparation stage for this. Uh, we do like martial and then technical support. So we, for example, one corporate wants to do uh, riding. Mm. They need a technical support behind. So we will be part of it to provide this kind of service. So we do martial and uh, technical support. For the team. Okay. Now a few years a few years ago you actually lost your space in um Frim. Uh yeah. what happened to all your bikes then? Did you have any logistical problems? Where did you store all your bikes? 
uh, we rent a, a house as a store. So we keep our bikes there. So it has been sometimes like living there like untouched and the dust is on the bicycles like because the business is not really good. Um, last time before MCO, like we have like uh, sometimes we have event. So we like send out the bikes like for event uses. Sometimes it will like uh, 20 bikes, 50 bikes. So we send it out. But it's uh, not that frequent thing. Okay. So it's just an uh, occasional basis. Uh. But when you were in Frim, how many um, bicycles did you have? At that time, we have like uh, 60 to 100 bikes. Wow, that's a lot. Okay. And business yeah, so, was good when you were at Frim? Uh, it's, um, it's, uh, it's not really... It, it has like... I mean, like their visitor is quite stable, mm. I would say. So it won't be like too good or too low. It's like very stable. So you have like a constant income coming from that side. Mm. So after five years there, when we left the area, so it has been a bit south. I mean, a bit tough for us uh, to keep us alive. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you, is it tough for you during the MCO with no income? Do you have family to support? Yes, uh, actually I have like, I have my own family. So we have a commitment on that. So we leave it uh, based on the our saving. And my husband has a job as well. So, but his, his company is like uh, cutting salary. So he tries to, we try to spend less and then if and we use up uh, use a little bit on our saving uh, we keep our savings mm. did your husband not say this bike thing you had a few months MCO you couldn't do anything maybe it's time for you to try doing something else did he ever say that that to you uh no because uh, at that time like every industry is like really slow mm. so what things you involve is slow as well so it doesn't really work if you switch your thing to another business mm-hmm. now y- and he's yeah yeah sorry. go ahead he's part of our technician as well oh i see All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay so he works with eco kana sports as well Okay. Yeah, he contributes his skills uh, at our business. <laughs> okay. Now, seeing how other bike rentals and sharing services that use this app, like you said you tried, right? Uh, yeah. And they've all failed. Do you worry that this lack of demand for bicycles here in the Klang Valley might affect your business in the long run? Do you have like a plan B for your business? Uh, at the moment, actually, no plan B. But we set a timeline like after a few years, I mean, how many years, if really don't work and we use our money, then it's time to say bye-bye to this. Oh, no. <laughs> really? Yeah. Then what so, happens to the bikes then? Uh, we try to sell, I mean, like if let's say it doesn't really work, so we plan to stop this business. So at the moment, we still keep some bikes with us. Uh, yeah. After MCO, like, a lot of people buying secondhand bikes from us as well. So we... Part of it, we get a, a, a little revenue from there to sell our second bikes. Ah, okay. So your <laughs> rental bikes, you sell it secondhand for revenue as well. So, yeah. Actually, part of our, um, I would say, our, uh, what is that our stock actually is getting less after MCO. Once we sell our, almost like half of the bikes are sold. It's a pity yeah. though, because I think, I think cycling is so great. I think more people should cycle. I just think that, 
it's it's hard to cycle in KL. I yeah. think you know what I mean. What do you think, Faye, can be done to encourage the people of Malaysia to cycle more? Mm, I would say cycle is fun. So you can explore the environment in different mood instead of you always walk by your legs. Mm. Instead, you can try something on the wheels. You will feel something differently. So if like if let's say you used to walk in the park, how about you try to like ride in a park instead of walk? You see something different from different angle mm. and different speed. You will try to try your life like in different mood as well. But in the city, I've tried cycling in the city, right? It's scary, yeah. right? Because now they're saying that you're not allowed to cycle on highways yeah. and expresses or something, right? Yeah, I think there was a there were some incidences that happened that uh, then the government decided to not allow cyclists to cycle on the highway now, right? Yeah, uh, cycling at highway. Uh, there's one incident like they blocked the one of the way like car is like moving on the highway, so they occupied one lane. Yeah. So it's quite dangerous actually. Last time we cycle, uh, road biking at a motorcycle lane. Oh. Uh, it's not that safe as well, but motorcycle lane is a uh, less, uh, least occupied, so still doable. But it, it depends on people. Like people like the risk taking is really low, right? They can't like cycle together with, even the one motorbike. Then they can't like ride beside the cars and beside the road. So in order for your business, in order for sorry, in order for your business to grow. In yeah. my mind, I think people should be cycling a lot more in the cities, cycling out, not just for pastime and everything, lah. Right? So, but like cycling to the LRT station yeah, to yeah. take the LRT. Do you rent long term, by the way? Yeah, we rent long term, like to those uh, some some of them, right? Like students, we rent to for them, like like one month, because they are like foreigners or come from like outstation or what. They don't have any cheap transportation so they choose this bicycle like just rent for one month and they can like extend it if they want instead of like owning one bicycle is a bit hassle for them mm, yeah how mm-hmm. much is the rental if it's long term uh for for students we charge very cheap so one month is only like 35 ringgit <gasps> wow yeah. so cheap yes for students only yeah <laughs> for if not student for not student, we charge you like one month is around hundred something. Depends on the model you took. That's not bad. That's yeah, really hundred something for one month. You know. Well, if you live near work, you can consider cycling to work. Correct. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't want to drive everywhere, man. You know. <laughs> but I mean, I'm sure um, we need to have more facilities or utilities that will help with bic- being more bicycle friendly in our city, right? Before this can happen. Do we have bicycle lanes in KL? Yeah, we have. But normally occupied by motorbike or like the cars, like double parking, they occupy the the lanes. Actually, um, I can find like more and more places in Malaysia have like bicycle lanes. Like KL city center, like is there, there are bicycle lanes there. And like Wangsa Maju, Putrajaya, Kota Damansara, all city like it's like picking up the bicycle thing instead of like building like more roads for the cars. So they built bicycle lanes for the bicycles. So it's something that people like growing up the the intention to cycle instead of like driving. Mm. Yeah, but I've lived in Amsterdam, right? Where 
if cars go on the bicycle lane, they get fined really, really high fees. And sometimes yeah. their license gets taken away. Here, I see like motorbikes and bikes on a on a bike lane and everything. Nothing happens to them, right? Yeah, the enforcement of our country is not that strong yet. But the lanes are there. So it's a good start, but still a long way to go. <laughs> enforcement. If someone were to come up to you to tell tell you that you know oh cannot bicycle in KL what would you tell to what you what would you tell them to encourage them to bicycle to cycle uh to do cycling i would see uh how the risk taking of that rider if like if my mom right she she won't like do riding beside a motorbike or Maybe inside the park is fine for her. It's because it's car, it's car free. If there's no vehicle at all beside you, then it's fine. So most of the youngsters they don't mind. They want speed, so they don't mind to ride together with the motorbike. And some of some of them will like feel like mm, I want to challenge the motorbike speed, so they use the road bike and challenge. So it's a different people. I would say like they can do different type of cycling. Some of them will feel quite boring cycling on the highway. So it just keeps speed only. So like one of my partners, he would prefer to cycle inside the jungle. So you need to take care of every like rocks or the roots. It will make you fall down at any time if you like lost your concentration. So it's a different kind of like cycling thing. Mm. What do yeah. you enjoy most? Uh, now I involve myself in off-road riding. So I have to like really keep concentrate like how the how the rocks will stop you like in the midway and make you like fell like uh, I have like have you had any like, falls? Yeah, I have a lot. Uh? So I like prepare myself like the guts, knee guts and uh, arm guts and everything just to keep myself like uh, unnecessary injuries. What was your wa- worst fall? Uh over the bar. So it's a really fast I'm going down the slope. It's a uh, gravels on the ground. You can't break. One uh, that day, I make a mistake. I break the my bike, and then the bike is sliding and it turns and uh, over the bar like Superman. So I'm like, you know, you flew over the bar. The, I flew over the bar and I slide on the ground. The gravels like tearing my skin. So we have I bleed uh, The time is bleed quite badly. Okay, I'm never gonna no do that. Injuries on my bones. <laughs> I'm never gonna do that. Oh but God. that did not stop you from pursuing this further. Uh, it's fine. It's a it's a mistake I learned, so I won't do such kind of uh, mistake again when mm-hmm. I'm doing riding. But it won't stop me from riding. Yeah. Okay. Don't you think it takes a certain kind of people to want to do off road yeah. biking? Mm, not more. Not not everyone can do off road biking. It depends on your, uh, your preference. Some people prefer to do highway riding. They want to, um, look for speed, mm. that kind of uh, happiness, speed of happiness. <laughs> so they just like right, 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 nothing. Just choose uh chase for the speed. Okay. Nah, I'm fine. Yeah. I, I will probably never do that. I just want to get from. <laughs> you point probably a to point do B. the park ride. Right? I'm a park ride kind of guy, <laughs> and I, I'm like a city ri- a biker. I just want to get from point A to point B. That kind of. Well, thing. there is a great initiative uh, called KL Car Free Day. Yeah, yeah. Before the MC, I remember. Yeah. Like, ha- do, did you rent any of your bikes for those? Yeah. Uh, there are few customers that rent for Car Free Day, so we sent to the point there. 
So uh, the car free day last time they start like from seven to nine. Mm. So we deliver the bike there before seven. So once they finish riding, we collect the bike back. So they don't need to like jaga the bike so much. We just like take it there, they ride, done, then they return us. That's really a convenient service. So I think. it's it's great because sometimes I think, where am I going to keep the bike? Yeah. Right. So you don't have to worry about that, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so why should people rent instead of buying their own bicycle if they are really into cycling? Mm, I would say if let's say you don't want to take care of one bike so much, you can choose to rent. Or someone wants to look for the right bicycle they can rent and different models to try which one suits them most but sometimes you find uh, even though it's a right size bike to you right but the bike give you the feeling is different and sometimes people do not know oh you are the one enjoy park ride or and you enjoy mm-hmm. off-road riding mm-hmm. so you can choose different bike and try different kind of environment then you will know so you will understand yourself most and you really like take up or oh, it's time for me to own a bike or you you just choose to rent a bike for just a few times rent, a few times ride is fine for you. So you can make a better decision mm. by renting a bike. That's mm-hmm. true. So you can try out all the different bikes, try out all the different routes, like maybe the off-road, the, yeah. the highway or the park ride and see which one suits you. Yeah. Yes, it's right. Okay. And it comes with different models, so you can try it out first before you decide to buy. Okay. Now, Faye, yeah. what, what do you have planned for, or what do you and your partners have planned for Ecocana moving forward? Uh, like this coming uh, month, we will have one, we open one new outlet at uh, Gamuda Gardens, Rawang there. Okay. So, that, that this property, uh, we open at the waterfront. So, this, uh, what is that called? The township has a really big, um, park mm. so what we cater is most would be the people visitors there to ride our bikes around the park to enjoy the scene, the scene there and they can do a lot of activities there like picnic or do some ball activities and you can teach your kids riding there as well oh. so it's a very big park there and we do sell this time we, we this time we will like sell bicycles to the uh, waterfront uh, visitors and also the people staying there as well. Right, and I'm pretty sure because of all the SOPs, all all the bikes when when you get it, it's all sanitized. When we return it, it's going to be sanitized for the next person as well, right? Yes, you're right. You have to do that. Okay. And we provide gloves as well. So if people like uh, they we provide like new gloves so that they won't like touch on. <laughs> unnecessary things <laughs> okay now uh, Faye what do you hope to achieve um, uh, because you send in an entry for us to help plug your business Ecocana Sport yeah. what do you hope to achieve after this free plug uh, we wish that like more people into like cycling so if like if you want to try out different bikes you can look for us and if let's say you want to uh, have a different, uh, you need guides on your cycling or you need to learn bicycle, even though you are like more than like 20 years old, it's fine. We can teach because some of them will feel sh- a bit shy, like I'm too old, I cannot ride. Mm. But you want to try, we can try it out for you. 
And if, let's say, like those elders want to try cycling, but they don't have much uh, stamina on that, we have e-bike as well. So you don't need like so much of stamina, but you can like speed together with the adults. I mean, the, the youngsters are uh, with e-bikes or e-scooters. Wow. So you, yeah, you can enjoy the, the, the outdoor activity like without any hassles of people. Do you deliver to Wangsa Maju? <laughs> yeah, we deliver there as well. Okay, I will be one of your customers. Okay. Really look forward to that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Now, uh, Faye, since we since we decided to choose you for a free plug Friday, we have actually JD and I have actually recorded a a radio ad for your business. Cool. All right. So we're gonna play it for you right now. Have a listen to this. I really need to get to town, but my car's broken down again. You need to get rid of that car and use those legs of yours. What did she say? Wait, what? To walk? No, you can ride. Ecocana Sports provides sales and rental services of bicycles and electric scooters throughout Peninsular Malaysia. That sounds great. I'm in. Check out ecocanasports.com or call zero one seven two three four two eight one zero for more details. What do you yeah, think? What do you think? Sounds good. <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> Don't well, expect that. <laughs> hopefully, that will help you bring more business in for Ikakana Sports. And yeah, actually, you know, we should encourage people to ride bicycles yes. more. It's the best. It's it's a very good form of exercise, actually, exactly. for the young and old. Uh, and people can keep social distance by riding as well. Exactly. <laughs> so Malaysia, if you want to stop those traffic jams, ride a bicycle. Just l- one last question: um, If we want to rent bikes from you, or if we want to learn how to cycle from you, where can we reach you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can find us at our outlet at Gamuda Gardens, Rawang. There, so we'll be there like every day from uh, next month onwards. So first of October we start operating there, so you can check us out there. Okay, or we can call you on the number that we just gave, and the yeah, website. You can call us like yeah to to make appointment or what, so we can make arrangement before you come.